Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Eagle Eye today. Every week, we have exclusive interviews with BC professors, alumni, student athletes, and more. Make sure to follow The Heights on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to catch up on the latest headlines and recommend guests you'd like to hear from. Joining us today is Anika Sharma, a senior in CSOM studying finance and marketing with a minor in philosophy. After graduation, she plans to work as a wealth management analyst at Bank of America. Anika was recently crowned Miss Massachusetts USA 2023 and has worked to empower women through publishing her online cookbook, The Healthy Teen, as well as starting a peer-to-peer mentorship group for young women. Thanks for being with us today, Anika. Of course. Nice to be here. So I know very little about the pageant world. Can you give our listeners kind of an intro, how you first got involved, and what made you interested? Yeah, so when I was around 15 years old, I decided to do Miss Jersey Teen USA. Somebody who works with my mom was saying, you know, she'd be really good at it, try it out. It was completely new to me. We both had no clue what it was or how much it took to win. And so I tried it out for my first time, got top 15, and I just had fun with it and then got hooked. So I did it two times in New Jersey. And when I came to college, I was aging out the Miss Teen USA um, system. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it one more time. I'm 18 years old. And then I won Miss Massachusetts Teen USA. That ended up being mostly during COVID, so during the pandemic. And I was a title holder. I went to Miss Teen USA when I lived in Vandy, actually, and ended up taking, obviously, two to three years off. Three years later, I am now a senior. I'm graduating. And I thought, what better time to do Miss Massachusetts USA? It might take me a few times like it did the last time. It ended up not, so I ended up winning on in January, and yeah, it's exciting. So Amazing. exciting. Very uh, full circle moment for you, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Freshman to senior, yep. For sure. Um, we wanted to ask before we get started, there tend to be certain stereotypes about Miss USA and the pageant world. What do you think people should know? What do you wish people knew about the pageants? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's so many stereotypes. First off, being the first Indian American Miss Massachusetts USA says something. It's super inclusive. It's turning into something very diverse, which is amazing. All the girls that I compete with are diverse in every spectrum, you know, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, background, um, income level. You see girls from all over the state in different ways. So that's one stereotype. And then I think the other one is that girls are stupid and they don't really have their life together, things like that. And I know we all go to such an incredible school, BC, I'm graduating and I always take my education seriously. So it's definitely a stereotype that I'd want to crush. And at Miss USA, we have doctors, lawyers, people in finance, um, actors, so many amazing women. So pageantry is not a main thing in most people's lives it's kind of like an extra thing that you can do if you have a platform and that's kind of the idea that I want to portray as a student as a senior as a wealth management analyst to be there's so much that you can do and you don't have to put yourself amazing I think it's so important for people to understand it as a bonus something that you chose to do it's not like you were pushed into it and it doesn't take away from any of the other things that you're working on and other skills that you're cultivating. Um, I think maybe for you specifically, what was something that 
surprised you about the work? Can you tell us a little bit more um, about what the process itself looked like? Yeah, so to in itself, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, when I first started doing this, I didn't even realize the breadth of what goes into becoming a Miss USA or Miss Teen USA title holder. It takes a lot of preparation. You have to engage in walking lessons, interview preparation, public speaking preparation. You have to pretty much read the news every single day. I kept up to date with everything, which is good because I'm a finance major, so I kind of have to do that already, but... I had to be able to know a lot, especially for my interview and onstage question. And the way the competition works is that it's a evening gown competition, swimsuit competition, and a interview and an onstage question. So again, for that swimsuit portion, I was in the plex all the time, making sure that I felt as healthy as possible. It's not about the way your body looks, essentially. It's about how you feel and how healthy you want to make yourself. And I think it's a great avenue for young women to feel as good about themselves as possible. So that's another stereotype that I think can be crushed. I think that's such a great thing just to put in people's minds. You know, it's not like what you look like. It's about feeling good and just kind of empowering people to do these things, not just because they want to look good, but also to just show that they're um, just being healthy in general. And I feel like that kind of sets down another stereotype that there could be, like you said. So because of all this preparation, is there anything that you found the most challenging? Yeah, I mean, definitely balancing school with it. It's one thing to prepare, but now becoming Miss Massachusetts USA, I'm going to Miss USA. It's kind of a big deal that I didn't think was as big until I won. And until I got all the responsibilities that came with it, and I'm super excited about every single one, but it does come with a lot of scheduling. And I've always been a very good person at time management and making my schedule, but especially with, you know, things that you're involved in on campus, I'm the president of the Boston College Fashion Club, was a tour guide, I'm involved in so many other clubs, it's just it takes a lot to kind of get that all together. I remember last week, actually, I was in my brand management class and immediately five minutes later, I had to run to my car and go to a Celtics game and be fully ready. I was doing my makeup like at red lights and it's something that you just have to manage. So it's a lot. I think something really important is that you use the word platform and you are given a platform going to compete at Miss USA. There's people that will watch. There's people that will be following what's happening. Could you tell us a little bit more about what those responsibilities look like and in terms of a platform, what you most want to share with people? Yeah. So every girl usually has something that means a lot to them that they would like to speak about. Obviously it's not required, but when Miss Massachusetts Teen USA, I was all about healthy living and eating positive image that's something that I think a lot of girls freshman year go through with that saying the freshman 15. So something that was super important to me, and I'm still carrying that with me as Miss Massachusetts USA. But now being a business student, graduating, having all of that under my belt, my marketing and finance majors, I really want to promote women in business and standing up for yourself in the workplace, equal pay for women. There's so many issues in the business world that I think need to be talked about. And this platform of Miss USA, I mean, 
just the sheer amount of followers on social media that I'm getting the engagement on social media posts, if I was able to communicate that message with other people, and especially on the Miss USA stage, when that's going to be televised, I can't wait to see what everybody talks about, because it's it's really something important and special that we can get up on TV, talk about something that means something special to us and our community, and then have people listen, so... You talk about empowering women through the pageant world. What is there anything specific through the pageant experience that contributed to your desire to support women? Yeah, so actually there are a few appearances that inspire me to talk to women in particular. So I've visited a couple schools so far and I'll end up reading books to these young girls and boys, but girls specifically end up getting so excited to see just a girl in a crown or somebody who looks like them. I know other Indian girls in a classroom that I just visited a couple weeks ago. I went to my fifth grade class and they were like, oh my God, she was sitting in my desk. Like cool things like that where they don't see themselves doing something incredible with their life one day. And when you see somebody else doing it, you're almost like, wow, like I just saw that representation and I'm inspired. So that's probably been one of the most inspirational parts of it so far, just talking to little kids and it all starts young. When we tell young girls that they shouldn't be speaking up and they sh- they're bossy. I've, I was always called bossy as a kid and it really takes you down a few notches. So I, I can't wait to kind of break that stereotype and mold. That's such a special experience. Did that kind of also inspire you to start your mentorship program? Yes. So I am now going to continue that in Massachusetts, but There is something called Girl Talk, and it's a peer-to-peer mentorship group I started, and it's absolutely incredible. So you have high school girls who end up spending around an hour every single week with middle school girls um, talking about, it's almost like a little girl therapy session, you know, when you have that with your roommates, but between high schoolers and middle schoolers. And once I did this activity where everybody had a balloon and wrote a word that people used to call them, so like, mean, bossy, arrogant, annoying, just things that girls were called at school, things like that. And then they took a needle and popped it. And it was kind of a metaphor for bursting stereotypes and bursting things that we've been called in the past that we don't like. And I remember that being super transformative. So I hope to continue in more schools. It's exciting. That's amazing. I think we could all benefit from something like that. Um, I was lucky enough to go to an all-girls school, and I think there's a unique sense of sisterhood there um, that can have both positive and side effects. But for young girls to hear from older girls and who have maybe worked through certain things is so valuable and not always a resource in schools. Um, Is there anything else that you think you've taken from the pageant world that has contributed to your success at BC? And that has given you certain skills that will also serve you in the professional world? Oh, yeah. I mean, just looking at presenting in front of groups of people, being in a pageant. I remember the Miss Massachusetts USA pageant probably had hundreds of people watching, maybe close to multiple hundreds in the late hundreds. So that's a lot of people to be talking in front of. Miss USA will have thousands of people watching. And I know that being in front of people in front of an audience isn't scary to me anymore and talking without using super big filler words or anything like that being in the professional world and having to speak to people who are older than me too doesn't scare me as much like I know a lot of her 
saying, oh my gosh, this person is so much older. Networking is difficult. But now I've been networking with girls from all over the country. We've all actually gotten to know each other in a little group chat. So just getting to know new people is something I'll take with me. That's great. And I think on the flip side of that, that's something that I think BC tries to do too and talks about all the connections that you'll make and that can help you with your career. Um, How do you think you'll carry your studies in marketing and finance combined with this love of being in pageants and also from your cookbook, cooking and being healthy? um, How do you think that you'll incorporate that into your future career? Yeah, so, well, actually, I, my main goal, my main dream is to not stay in wealth management, but take those skills and start my own company in the fashion industry. So I'm always, I've always been super entrepreneurial. And I I think pageantry kind of gives me that connection and those ins and all these amazing sponsors and people that I'm meeting through this, I'm keeping in my contact list. And I'm making sure that I'm making positive relationships with them so that in the future, after Miss USA, I could say, hey, I have these skills that I learned at Bank of America and in a role that's pretty classic to what a lot of BCC SOM students do, but then mixing the two and being like, hmm, how can I start my own cosmetics business or fashion business, something like that. And I just think never keep yourself in a box. There's always something, there's always a dream career something special that you can do that mixes all of your interests. That is such an important reminder, especially as a sophomore and freshman where you're trying to figure out different interests, trying to figure out where to channel your energy. And we do have so many options. It's one of those things we value in the liberal arts education, but that can also make it hard to figure out what the right path is going forward. Um, Do you have any advice, any general advice for BC students who are struggling with self-confidence, believing in themselves, or even just discernment in terms of career and professional lives? Yeah, I mean, I feel like in my time at BC, now being an almost graduate, I've gone through a lot of cycles of feeling great about myself. You'll get that grade that's just not good and you work so hard for it. It knocks you down 10 pegs and I've been through it for the last four years. So there are always going to be ups and downs in college and especially living on our own. It's tough, but you have to keep looking forward. Look at how can I channel my interests into a new direction? Maybe if something's not working, I used to try to stay in it and keep going, chugging along. And if something's clearly not working, sometimes you have to change the spoke of where you're going. And I know in the beginning I was hardcore finance. I was like, this is what I have to do. I love math. Like I know I want to do this. And then As I continued into my sophomore year, I started to think, hmm, I have this creative side. Like, I love social media marketing. After winning Miss Massachusetts Teen USA, I got pretty good at the social media marketing because of COVID. So I added on a marketing major. And it turned out to be a great mix. Sometimes in the beginning, you think you want something. Just keep your eyes very open and keep talking to your professionals, your professors, so many people who can help you. That's great. And I think um, the connections with professors and just other people in the business world is something that we talk about a lot. And it seems that that's something that you've really taken advantage of here. Kind of going back to what Isabella said, I also went to an all girls high school. um, And I think they kind of instill these values of like being strong women and just being successful in general. But then when you come to college, it's kind of a whole 
different situation because now you're here with this big group of people, a lot of them who you don't even know. And you've obviously done a lot to empower women here. How do you hope to continue doing that in the future when you leave college? Yeah, so I actually interned at Bank of America last summer and I joined a lot of women's programs at BC and also at work. And so I ended up finding a lot of people who went to BC at my future job. And they were all saying that it's kind of very similar between college and work life. You should definitely find a group of women. Honestly, a tribe is what they called it. A tribe of people who are for you, who want to mentor you. I hope to be able to be a mentor for somebody else and find my own mentor. And in the future, it's not only career, but just my social life and keeping my friends in touch we can always empower each other, even in friend groups. Empowerment doesn't have to be somebody older than you and younger than you. It's almost like when I, I'm in a mod and sometimes at the end of the night, we all sit together and talk about our day, make sure the other is doing okay, um, hyping each other up. Like, it's going to be fine. Try something new. There's always something you could do. Women helping women. It's important. It is so important. I'm going to start using the word tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've heard that in, in general, in terms of figuring out how to find your tribe and the people that will support you and lift you up. Um, and it sounds like you've had really positive experiences in that respect. Um, is there anything that any specific memory that really stands out to you where you felt empowered, like within the pageant worlds or even at BC? Yeah, so I think that just finding situations is always, I'm sure we can all know and attest to this, it's tough and finding your friends is hard in the very beginning, but I know that I found a pretty great group of girls and they're always empowering, they're always here for you, here to help you and especially in this really pivotal part of my life where a lot of things are changing for me and I have this really crazy role, they're always helpful, always supportive and it's just a great memory for me to be living in the mods as a senior and having five other girls be so supportive. They were actually all at the pageant when I did it and they were all cheering for me. And it's pretty special to have both of my worlds combined like that. That's so special to have all of that support behind you. Yeah. BC and just in the pageant world also. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. What we are all striving for. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we wish you the best of luck and we will be following along mm -hmm. on your path. Yes. So thank you so much. It. Yeah, they don't date yet for Miss USA, but when it's up there, um, the Instagram is Miss MAUSA and I'll be posting tons of updates about where it is, when it is, how you can watch, but it'll be easy. That's okay. great. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you too. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Eagle Eye. Remember to follow The Heights on Instagram and Facebook to recommend guests you'd like to hear from and check out The Heights Facebook and Twitter pages every Monday for the latest headlines. See you next time. Bye.